there's a version of me I'm going to meet in 90 days. Are the actions that I'm taking today feeding that version of me or not? Because at some point in time, we talked about this earlier, I'm going to collapse into that 90th day version of me. And I always imagine that there's a microsecond before I meet that person. Is that person going to reach out their hand and say, Todd, thank you so much for doing those daily disciplines and taking those daily actions that you did because the version that you're about to now all of a sudden become is lightning years ahead of where you were 90 days ago. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Living the Red Life. I have a very old dear friend, one of my first entrepreneurial friends in America, actually. I met just after a year of being in college, Mr. Todd Herman, uh, author of The Ultrigo Effect, very famous when it comes to everything alter ego, which we're going to dive in today. Buddy, welcome. Rudy, as always, it's good to see you. And I am extraordinarily jealous of that red chair. <laughs> it's funny, this red chair gets a lot of interest. It's uh, it's it's becoming a corner piece. Uh, Les Brown, actually, we were just talking about, keeps begging me to get him on his favorite colors red also. Yeah, I need I need a yellow one, obviously, to go with my yellow, yellow book. So. Yeah, that's my next side hustle. I'm going to start selling lunch all my friends. <laughs> I'll be your, I'll be your first customer. First customer. All right. Well, just uh, I mean, a lot of people know who you are. If they don't, I would love a, a, a couple of minute intro on on what you do and your journey and the alter ego effects and everything you've achieved. Um, just to get everyone up to speed. Sure. Uh, grew up on a farm and ranch, middle of nowhere in Alberta, Canada. Uh, uh, I had a favorite horse as a kid, Cracker Jack. Uh, played college football. I was a good athlete. I'm not physically gifted. I'm not 6'4", 240 pounds. And um, I had two older brothers that probably helped develop my mental toughness. So I fell into this world of like developing mental toughness. And I kind of came by it a little bit honestly, probably because of my older brothers. And when I got done playing, I just was volunteering at a high school with the football team. And I'd spend way more time talking to the kids about their mindset. I'm like, listen, you don't need to do any more cone drills. You're already working yourself out physically, but your preparation sucks. You're not setting the right goals for yourself. So pretty basic things. Parents started asking me if I could mentor their sons and daughters. I said, yeah. One mom said, how much? I said, 75 bucks for three sessions. She said, great. That was in 1997. And I launched the Peak Athlete that day. And I ended up growing the largest mental game coaching and training company in the world, selling it to Real Madrid in 2014. Along the way, I discovered identity as being the secret that my best of the best athletes were using, Olympians standing on podiums. Um, and that identity kind of discovery brought me Kobe Bryant. When Kobe Bryant was going through a very dark time, I built the Black Mamba with Kobe. And I became known as Mr. Alter Ego, basically, and um, you know, still am in many ways, even though I've built many different training and coaching companies in entrepreneurial spaces and corporate leadership spaces. But I index highly towards sculpting the identity of someone so that they are custom built to go and win on whatever that field of play is. And you're like, just such a great example to your own community of doing that. Um, whether you're using an alter ego or not, you're shaping an identity to help you go and win in a very challenging space, which is how to grab audience online. So um, I wrote the book, The Alter Ego Effect. I wrote a children's book 
around the same topic as well to help little kids um, find their little super me within. And uh, that's, a, that's a bit about kind of where I've come from. Well, I mean, and we'll come back to a lot of it, but even the kids stuff, like it starts that, you know, I've realized, hey, I was successful because of my upbringing, but I didn't have a good mindset to money. I had to actually work really hard and change that. And my parents are still the opposite, saving leftovers, right? And it's mm -hmm. so crazy to see how childhood obviously affects like the nature nurture argument. So I love that you're doing that for kids because I mean, it's so hard today in today's world with social media and everything. Like it's awesome. Um, that you're starting at such a young age and um, guys if you don't haven't read this book and don't know this guy like it, it's gonna change your life like you know I've learned we were just saying offline that mindset's everything and I've learned that over time um, that mindset will keep you alive right when everything else sucks and it will suck in business many times right yeah um, so it's awesome that and I love the sports side because that's my background how it cross relates from sports entrepreneurship and they're so intertwined. Um, could you just summarize what it is for someone that hasn't read the book? Yeah. So, uh, A, the, the right thing about it is an alter ego is something that everyone's familiar with because we've all played with the idea when we were young. You know, it's when we're being, you know, playful and um, seeing how far I can jump off the couch when I'm, you know, Superman or, you know, Batman or when I'm in the front driveway competing against my, you know, brothers or sisters or friends. And, you know, we're all saying, okay, well, I'm going to be, you know, Michael Jordan and I'm going to be Kobe or, you know, I'm going to be Wayne Gretzky and I'm going to be Mario Lemieux or whoever the character or athlete is that you're embodying. And it's because you're like, oh, if I'm that person, then I'm really going to be good. And, what it does is it helps you disassociate away from whatever story you're telling about what your capabilities are and allows you to adopt the capabilities and traits of someone that's bigger, faster, smarter, better, whatever the case is. And it's something that's very natural. Um, Cicero is the one who actually coined the term alter ego and he called it the other eye or trusted friend within. Mm. And that's the really useful frame for people is, you know, we all know how challenging it is for you know, the listener of your world, you know, you're all ambitious. You, you have high hopes and dreams of doing something that's big, but out there along the way, it's going to be a lot of pitfalls. It's going to be a lot of dragons. It's going to be a lot of other people shooting arrows your way, trying to stop you from doing that thing. And so my answer back to people is, so what? You chose it. That's what it's like out there. Now I'm trying to give people tools to help navigate that with more grace, more speed, and um, an alter ego just simply helps to do that, helps you level up much more quickly because you can suspend your old narrative and story and adopt a new one. And that's what helps you get through these kind of external barriers or internal barriers a lot more quickly. Well, and I think it's like anything in life. I mean, people are born in different ways, right? So like some people are born, they're going to have a six pack pretty much all their life. Like my wife, Amanda, she looks like a fitness model. People ask her, she doesn't train. She's it's just like insane. Yeah. But I was born with the mindset side, so I slotted, you know, and you did some coaching with me and stuff, and, and that was super beneficial, but I think I slotted into this and was already doing some, you know, one yeah. of the other mindset friends calls me a subconscious functious or something. Um, and there's other people on the other end of the spectrum where they need to be doing this stuff every day, and that's why they're actually not successful. They think it's the ads, the landing page, the funnel, the the next hire that they need, but no, it's the mindset, right? And I realized that after coaching thousands of businesses, I'm like, guys, you got all the tools, and 
you'd get back on calls with them a week later and they just hadn't done it because of a mindset thing. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is so important in business uh, and entrepreneurship. So I'm sure obviously a big part of the, the impact in because you're in that space too is in the entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to talk about some of the big athletes as well and how that relates to entrepreneurship. So, because I don't mean people understand that, like Kobe and all these pro athletes you've worked with, they have to do it. That like people see them as naturally gifted, right? Yeah. And they win, but that isn't the case. Can you talk about that? Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to ever take credit for for Kobe's success by any stretch of the imagination. That Black Mamba, you know, when we built it, and then what he went and did with it from a branding perspective was just you know, incredible. But on the other side of this, this, and and I know that you get frustrated by this too, Rudy, this narrative that's pervasive on social media about guys, you don't need to work hard. It's like, no, you do. It, <laughs> yeah. You do. Like if you want to be great, like if you want to be remembered for something, or if you want to be the category owner of something, then yeah, you, you got to work hard at it. Now, depending on what your relationship is with the idea of working hard, sure. that's that's on you. And that's where kind of like mindset stuff comes in. Because when I find, you know, people having friction with going, they know how to do the thing. It's like you, like you guys know how to write the ads because here's the template. You know how to put together the landing page because I've literally given you the entire template. It's literally Mad Libs fill in the blanks and you're not pushing go on it. There's something on the other side of that that I'm curious about. And, and that's where like, you know, pulling out the little sliver that's stuck inside the mind is, you know, the expertise for me. But those athletes are very, very good at being very specific about who is that guy or girl that's going out there to compete. And what they, and the reason they need to do that is they need to separate the person that's walking around in kind of regular life and know that that person is built for the external world, but there's certain values and ways that that person operates that is the exact opposite of what it would take for me to go and succeed out on that field. Yeah. For example, um, some of the like most fierce competitors. So NFL Films did a documentary on me. You remember this? Um, uh, did a documentary on on me, alter egos, the work in the NFL or with those people, and they unpacked a whole bunch of alter egos in in pro football and one of the all-time nicest human beings off the field, does so much charitable work, very involved in his church, was known for being one of the most fierce, deadly competitors on the field to play. And the his teammates would talk about how the guy in the locker room and the guy on the field, it was such a different human being. And people get locked up in their heads thinking, no, I've got to be congruent across all areas of my life. And I'm like, that's the ultimate trap. You, you you shouldn't be congruent. Like me, I work with such huge personalities, like such big egos sometimes. And so in order for me to kind of connect with those individuals, I need to break through an exterior of ego sometimes that's there to protect them because there's a lot of people in my world, you know, whether it's a celebrity, it's an entertainer or an athlete or, you know, a top level entrepreneur like you, that you know that there's a lot of people who are just trying to get to Rudy because they want something from you. Yeah. Okay? And there's a lot of support staff that are around them that are like that, personal trainers. Oh, can you just do an Instagram post about me? I never ask my clients for anything. I don't do selfies with them. I never divulge typically 
who I work with unless they say my name in public. That's why I talk about Kobe because Kobe has said my name in public before. Anyway, I so I have to break through that hard exterior, which means I'm a challenger coach. Like I'm challenging them. But I also have three little kids, Rudy. My kids don't want a challenger. They need someone who's kind and patient and loving and fun. And so that's a different hat persona that I wear when I'm around them. And so I'd say congruency is one of those things that breaks some of the people that you're trying to inspire to take action because they're so terrified of other people judging them. Well, and I think like the way I see it now, because I would say I'm getting more advanced with this stuff after years is, and I explained it to you, I see it as like I flip a switch, right? It's just like, hey, I'm shooting a 60 second Instagram reel. I flip a switch. Hey, I'm about to spit, you know, get on stage in my big red fluffy coat and and I'm going to flip a switch. Hey, I'm going to have a sit down with my employee and and, and dis- do a disciplinary meeting and I'm flip a switch, right? I'm going, yeah. So and one thing I have noticed, not to go too off topic, but I, I feel that some of the people that are, um, some of the people that, like oh, in pro sport and super extremes, do you feel that their older ego almost merges and just takes over? Where it's yes. like that, like yeah. it's they live it now. Like I, you see that with the news and social media, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, so that can either be a good thing or it can be a trap sometimes as well, right? But, um, well, I mean, someone who you've become close with lately, Hulk Hogan had one of the great lines, yeah. um, and it was actually in my book. Um, and it was an important point I was making in the book. And in the round of edits, my editor deleted out this one section and I didn't realize that he deleted out my whole point about Hulk Hogan. So it's actually not in the book. Um, sorry for another day. But Hulk, when he first came home uh, from being on the road with Hulk Hogan, he was uh, meeting up with a bunch of friends and they all know him as um, his you know, original name. Right. Um, and so they were saying like, hey, like... <laughs> can you turn that thing off? And he's like, no, this is who I want to be. This is like, this feels like the real me. That guy that you know, Belay, like that's not, that wasn't me. I was trapped inside of an upbringing, but that's not the real me. And that's often the case for people is, um, and that's why it's a very counterintuitive approach is the alter ego is actually the most true form of you. Yeah. I find that, that I'm more extravagant and outrageous and loud. I'm like, this is what I've always wanted to be. But, and I teach now society just suppresses you, right? Your whole childhood is suppression, 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 because yeah. you, you want you to fit in a norm, but most extremists in sport or whatever, right? Entrepreneurship, we're extremes. We're outrageous. We're crazy, right? Crazy people change the world. That's where that saying comes yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know the episode of the Spender, I mean, that's why when I launched the book, Jay Shetty got involved with it and he he worked with me to create all of the viral videos that we had created with the launch of the book, which you know you can go find on the internet. It's got, you know, tens of millions of views and stuff. I think we did four videos together. And then on launch day, we did it from his home. We did a, a, yep. a Facebook Live from his place. And he loved the idea because he said of, of his insecurities growing up. What he really wanted to be was a lot more like a Dalai Lama type person. Yep. And so he's like, the, your method just makes so much sense. And even since then, he's talked about my book constantly on his podcast and stuff about how the methodology is such a counterintuitive way. But he's like, this is what I did to create the Jay Shetty that has, you know, 45 million followers. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen to the takeaway, and I, I, I said to you, I kind of see it this way too a lot for myself now. Is like, 
I, I'm acting and I, I have the future of who Rudy's going to be. Yeah. So I'm always trying to live and act up to that, right? To get closer to it. And it's like, yeah, I, I teach it with my, you know, my team now and my clients. I'm like, if you want to be a pro bodybuilder, you got to start eating, drinking, sleeping like a pro bodybuilder. If you eat and sleep like a fat person, you're going to stay yeah. fat. Yeah. You know, in a fundamental level, it's like, it's going to shift you more towards that side of the spectrum and where you want to get than where you are now. But yeah. most people don't dare do that. So they're just staying in the status quo. And then they're wondering a year later, why did my life not change? Five years later, why did my life not change? Yeah. Right. You kind of empower them through this and give them the mindset, I guess, they're like tools, right? To start working through that. So I'm curious, Rudy, like in your world, do you think that some of the people that are coming into your world, because I, I would probably say that some of the people that are attracted to you is some of them just want some of your juju. Like they just want some of that Rudy Maurer juice to flow through some of their veins. And that's because they don't perceive themselves as either good at marketing, which is the verb, yep. or they're not good marketers, which is the noun, right? And so the one thing that I've done to reframe that, because I mean, I do a lot of mentoring with um, you know, thought leaders who I would say are probably a little bit more they lean a little more intellectual. Yeah. And because they lean a little more intellectual, they get trapped by peer review. They're like, oh, what are my peers thinking of me? And yeah, things yeah. like that. And so when I, and I'm like, listen, like you've come to me, like, do you think you look like no one thinks of me as a marketer? Like they don't think of me. And I'm like, I have businesses that need to do marketing. Okay. Now, the way that I look at it as, would it ever cost you anything to be a powerful communicator? So I always reframe it like, so if someone has an issue with marketing, I'm like, great, then let's not market, but let's communicate powerfully yeah. to people. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering if like, that's something that you see come up. And then, you know, I would say to you, like, take that and run with it with some of your people. Like, guys, let's be powerful communicators of messages. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm going to interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests. And I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money into this podcast to bring you the latest and greatest, the best entrepreneurs from around the world that are crushing life, crushing their business and giving you all the tools, the mindset hacks, the knowledge and the environment you need to be successful. So do me a favor, if you've got any amount of value from today's episode so far or any previous episode or any of the content I've done, it would mean the world to me if you hit a five-star review, give us your feedback on the show, the episodes and subscribe and download. Plus, if you do that and send me a screenshot on Instagram at Rudy Moore Life, I will send you a bunch of my free training, marketing courses, sales courses worth $499. Yes, $500 worth of courses for a simple 30-second review. It would mean the world to me. Send me that screenshot. I would love for you to leave that review and I would appreciate it very, very much so we can keep growing this show and make it awesome. So let's get back into the episode. I appreciate you guys and let's dive back in. Yeah, I mean... People, I mean, literally, I just had a, a, you know, I have a 100K program where they get one-on-one with me. It's the only one-on-one I do anymore. And she, you know. Damn it, I got to increase my prices then for my supply groups. <laughs> that's a year though, that's a year. So you get, you know, 10, 12 calls, 30-minute calls a year. So, um, yeah, but that is like way more than I used to charge, right? Because I've built my brand and that's a topic for another day. Uh, but the 
point is, yeah, even why I'm super successful in real estate, big funds, hanging around with billionaires, but then struggling to do an Instagram post to talk about the real estate. So it's like everyone struggles with it in different ways. And yeah. I think since I, I kind of grew up in this like pivotal time where I was like on Facebook 14 years ago running ads when it first came out. So I think I grew with it a little more. Um, but yeah, I think mean, people, um, they're so scared of rejection. They're scared of the hate comments. And I'd laugh. I'm like, guys, I wake up with hate comments every morning. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg wake up with lawsuits every morning. So just yeah, get on with it, right? And it's, it's all mindset. It's all mindset. And the older ego, if you're listening, guys, this is a tool to reshift that mindset. And it's like a, you're putting on a bodysuit, right? Like Iron Man puts on a suit. And now he can hang out with the Avengers, even though he's not got any special blood or DNA like half the Avengers. And that's how I see the older ego effect is you can put on this suit. And then what's most important, and you, you're the expert, not me, but tell me, is I think the suit starts blending into your skin. And Absolutely. then it's part of you. That's the progression, right? Well, the quote that I share with people comes from Cary Grant, who is the Hollywood golden era actor, right? He came from your neck of the, your island, came from uh, Bristol, England single mom, poor in the 1920s and stuff. But he had this vision in his mind talking about the future self. He's like, no, I want to go and be a Hollywood star. Like I want to be in movies. And he held on to that dream, but he battled depression and depressive states for a lot of his life. So he shed his name, his growing up, he created the name Cary Grant, went to Hollywood. And he said in this quote, kind of later in years, right before he passed away, I pretended to be somebody I wanted to be until I became that person or he became me, but at some point we met. So it's like you talked about the whole future self thing. And I like I tell people, whether you need an alter ego or not, it's important to know where you're trying to go because A, just because I'm a sports science guy, your brain is teleological. It's constantly goal seeking. Most people just don't have a vision in their mind of what they're trying to move towards. So think of it like that Venn diagram or that two circle Venn diagram. There's this future you and then there's this present you. And whatever bridge that you're using, alter ego or just actions that you're taking every day, eventually it becomes you. How we know that's true is the person that's listening to this podcast today, that's exactly who's listening to this today is that this is an invented version. Now the question is, did you explicitly create this person or was it influenced by people that you had no control over and now you're living through these beliefs and attitudes that you that just don't serve you anymore. And in fact, one of the great kind of um, descriptions of what depression is, and I think it's just a useful frame, I'm not saying it's a scientific, is depression is literally your body saying, I'm done with this identity that you've created. Can, can we just get rid of it and yeah. step into what is more at our true essence of what we are? And I was just going to share with you, I mean, this comes out on video as well, doesn't it, Rudy? Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. So I can, I'm going to show this up to my video. Yep. I can send you the image as well. But I have the same relationship with haters that you do. I, I love it. I enjoy it. So there's this great comedian, Cat Williams, who has this bit where he's standing on stage and he's like, haters, if you ain't got no haters, then you ain't doing nothing in life. Yeah. If you've got... 10 haters, you need to go get 100 haters. You need more haters because it tells you that you're doing something because people like to hate on those that aren't sitting on the freaking couch yep. and doing nothing because those people make other people feel good. But I'm not out here to make you feel good. I'm going to stand on stage in my light and, and do my thing. And so I get my team to go through our Facebook ad account every month 
screen grab all of the nasty comments that people have made on social media accounts, on content or ads and send them. And we get an infographic made and this is what it is. I like it. <laughs> and it's, and it's drink up haterade. And it's got all these comments on there. One of my favorites is, um, where did it go? Warning, you're full of shit. Eat a dick. That's from Eric. Thanks, Eric. Like, I, I get a lot of those too. People want you to. Yeah, I, I get a lot of those. And so I think it's comedic because those comments aren't real. That, that person would never come up to me at the at a conference and say, warning, you're full of shit. Eat a dick. Well, you love to people are generally unhappy, depressed, not successful, right? And it's just they're a mirror of themselves. And you and you yeah. end up eventually when you get in such a good mindset like we have, you just feel sorry for them, right? Because you realize right. that, hey, it sucks that you're where you are in life and you have to project that way. Yeah. And it and they're trapped. And that means that that person is never going to put something out there. They could actually be a phenomenal craftsman of guitars and they would never show a video of them making a guitar because they're so terrified of someone saying, warning, you're full of shit. Well, the ironic thing for your haters too is they actually need your book and your stuff. <laughs> right? So, yeah. This, yeah. Wait, I, and I mean, so just to, to wrap up today, I would love like, so let's take a typical entrepreneur, sub million dollars or maybe a million. Uh, they're struggling. It's hard. They, they, you know, everything, it's not working as fast as they want, which is like social media and funnels and ads. It always takes a long time. A lot of them are down in the process when they get stuck and yeah. they have a bad month. Get, give, a, get, give us a few tips for those people. Like what can they do to really bulletproof their mindset and, and using the alter ego to, to get through it? Because I know when those people can do that, it'll fall into place. It's just a matter of time as long as they're following the right path and guidance and doing the right yeah. thing. So I think one of the more useful frames for people is to operate from frame. I'm not done. Like this Todd Herman guy that's sitting here right now, he's not done getting better, improving, shedding, you know, bad concepts, ideas, paradigms that are, you know, getting in the way of whatever progress I'm trying to make. So I look at myself as a mad scientist in life's lab. Every day, I'm going to try and pour some potions together, some concoctions together and see if that works, if that makes things better. And in the world of marketing, marketing is two things. It's psychology and it's data. So if you're not putting out enough stuff, this is where you know people could really learn from you is you put out so much stuff. Rudy, you know, out of 15 funnels that you launch, four might break even or five might break even, but two are massive home runs and you've got to shed seven of them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fascinating. But then you do that enough times. Now all of a sudden your hit rate is just so much higher on these things. So I would just say like, no, like keep on putting this stuff out, close these feedback loops a lot more rapidly. The faster that you can execute on these things and just think of yourself, no, I'm just a guy in a lab trying to figure this thing out. And the transformation that you'll get from that attitude, because you're making this less about you now, and you're making it more about the process of this is how I lead my life now as someone who's building a business is by no stretch of imagination, do I think that it's going to be 100% perfect when I launch it. If you can just sh unshock yourself from that idea, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to iterate on this thing and you're going to make it better every single day. And that betterment every single day is going to take you so much further than everyone else that's out there because they're still stuck with the fact that that ad didn't work and it's exact copy of the one that I was told to do over here. And it's, that's not the attitude. 
Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. So be curious, have that attitude of being the mad scientist in the lab. Also understand you're not done. You're not perfect as you are right now. So that you is going to change. And then the other side of this, I would just say, just as a final concept for people is the more you can get ingrained with the idea that you're trying to feed your future you. So if there's a version of Rudy 90 days from now, you know, I run 90 day year. So 90 days is a really good timeline because it's the, it's about the horizon line to the imagination factor in our brain. Like we know that, man, if I can earn a hundred thousand dollars in the next 90 days, that's going to make a big impact. It's harder for you to really visualize or imagine what it would be like if you made a hundred thousand dollars in the next year. So 90 days, shorten your timeframes. So there's a version of me I'm going to meet in 90 days. Are the actions that I'm taking today feeding that version of me or not? Because at some point in time, we talked about this earlier, I'm going to collapse into that 90th day version of me. And I always imagine that there's a microsecond before I meet that person. Is that person going to reach out their hand and say, Todd, thank you so much for doing those daily disciplines and taking those daily actions that you did because the version that you're about to now all of a sudden become is lightning years ahead of where you were 90 days ago. You you can't even imagine, you didn't even imagine the right version of me for one thing. Mm. Because the version of you 90 days ago couldn't even understand the concept of how fast you can change when you take these daily disciplines seriously. And so I just want to thank you for doing the hard things that you did back in September or October or whatever month it was. And now let's enjoy this new version and build a new version 90 days from now. That's the way that you should be thinking about your daily actions. You're feeding your future you. If you feed your present self, you're probably going to feed yourself with comfort, avoidance, with ice cream and candy, popsicles, scrolling, because your present self feels safe in that. If you always feed your present self, you will be sadly um, mistaken with who you're building in the future. It's just the hamster wheel, right? You have yeah. to do something outside the hamster wheel to leave the wheel. And a couple of things, I, just to wrap up, that I love here. So uh, the first one is yeah, Les Brown, I was with him the other day, um, who you know, I'm working with and partners with. He said, you know, successful people control their day, right? Whereas unsuccessful and most people have their day controlled for them, right? And that's really, you know, what you're saying there. And that's obviously a key part of entrepreneurship is, and I teach it, I say, own your day, right? Like, yeah. you acknowledge and create your perfect day. And then the other thing right at the start is even the scientist thing, I mean, that's awesome for people to understand. And that's almost an old tree going itself, right? Hey, I'm going to actually be a scientist and just yeah. experiment versus the entrepreneur, because I, I know what people, and um, the reason I think I'm successful is because it's never happened to me, have this like borderline arrogance confidence thing, right? Um, but most people, every time they fail, it's like, they suck, it's a reflection of me, negative, negative, negative. Whereas I'm like, ah, oh, screw it, that didn't work, you know? And it's like, yeah. almost to a, a problem where I can lose half a million dollars. I'm like, well, that's a half a million dollar lesson, what's next, right? And it's like this borderline level of insanity that I have to tell people with because yes. Yeah. The reckless level at this point but i think that's like with elon musk right so all his money from paypal spent every pay he could have blown up but he's also now elon musk so and then, and then like i'm not saying most people should be me it's like that reckless borderline level but yeah the, same with the, the elite athletes you work with right they had that reckless level of spending eight hours a day in the gym and they could not be successful but they, they it's generally aligns when hard work pays off yeah 
Yeah. Well, and the interesting thing with you, though, Rudy, is the misconception about you would be, if there would be one, is that you would be someone who would be arrogant, you know, because of the persona that's wrapped around you. And yet you're extremely generous, you're extremely kind, like, like, like there's, it's the exact opposite of what people perceive is there. And the great thing is, is the success only continues to reveal more and more of what you are and what you've got going on. And so to all the good people that are out there, there's nothing that I want more than good people doing hard things because those hard things transforms them into a better version or a more impactful person. And that's what I think we lack more of. We have, you know, not enough people out there who are good human beings yep. building great things. Perfect. All right. Well, guys, let's call it a wrap there. Um, Todd, where, you know, obviously it's he older ego affects hard to miss. Most people know it, but well, you know what, just summarize, where can they find you, learn more about you? How can they dive into this world? I recommend every single one of you build that alter ego, go through the book, but what else have you got going on? Yeah. So toddherman.me is my home base on the interwebs and, uh, you know, links to like all my stuff. You know, if someone's in the coaching space, I've got a coaching platform that I've built upcoach.com to help people, you know, deliver phenomenal results for clients. I've been in this space for 27 years. I love what coaching and mentoring and advising does. And I also know that it's difficult to build a very simple version of it on the back end. Um, and uh, yeah, but follow social media, I'm pretty much Todd underscore Herman, but hit me up with whatever takeaways you've got from today or favorite moments, like tag me and Rudy and I respond to everybody. So uh, it's the book, right? I think everyone should start there. I mean, yeah. for, for everyone listening today. Alteregoeffect.com is where that is. And again, you can get there from ToddHerman.me. Awesome. Buddy, it's awesome for you to come on and share this wisdom, this mindset. Um, like guys, this will change your life. If you like everything in life, go through it, but then actually implement it, right? That's like everything in life. Um, and that mindset side is so important. So all the greats have something in common. It's that mindset, right? There's yeah. no arguing with that. Todd, awesome to catch up with you. Thank you for sharing all the wisdom today um, with the whole of the Red Life crew. And guys, until next time, keep living the Red Life. I'll see you soon.